0: Hey, Dory. Hi, Mel. (laughs) Hi, Rachel. Hi! (laughs) Yay. Yay. We have a special guest today, our first ever remote guest.
1: This is very exciting. We've been waiting for this moment for a really long time. We've both been on the Hallmarkies podcast. We mention it on this podcast all the time. Um, And so we have a very special guest,
2: Rachel, from the Hallmarkies pod. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I've wanted to do this for a while. I mean, I've been listening. I started listening to you guys when when we got the idea for our podcast, because you were about six months, I think, ahead of us doing the podcast. You really were the, the, the uh, front runners. You were the
0: <laughs> pioneers. pioneers. Pioneers, yes. <laughs> well, podcast. you've definitely uh, out outputted us at this point, like yeah. tenfold. <laughs> yeah. I think this we is do episode... make a lot of
2: content. <laughs> There's no yeah. doubt
0: about that. I think this is our 57th episode, maybe, and you probably passed 57 last year. I don't know. Yeah, ten I years ago.
1: Really Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you also listen to Hallmarkies. So we have a nice crossover audience. So yeah. we're super. This has been a long time coming, and we are super excited not only to talk Hallmark, but to talk uh, pandemic.
0: always excited to talk pandemic can't get enough (laughs) yeah it's the cool it's the it's the stuff all the popular people are talking about that's right (laughs) how is this pandemic treating you rachel you
2: know it's honestly been harder than i expected i i thought that i went into it kind of cocky because you know i work from home on a regular basis that's you know i'm self-employed for my job and it wasn't going to change the podcast that much. And so I thought, eh, it won't be a big deal. No problem. But, <laughs> but it, it's been harder than I expected. I have really realized how much the social interactions I did have at the movie screenings in particular, because uh, I work as a – I'm b- trying to build my career as a film critic – and, uh and how much those interactions really did matter to me with the other critics with other people there with my friend Jen who goes to most of the screenings with me uh i, I really have missed that a lot not only just going to the movies but just that social part of it and then when they canceled church that was that was a, a tough blow as well because it's just such a part of my routine uh to to not have church was hard for me and so those two it was like those were like for, for my hermit life, those are like my two social <laughs> things that I relied on. And then they were both gone. And it's been challenging. I mean, not as challenging as some, but, uh, but then it was also, I'm sure we'll talk about, but it was stressful because I've been sick for about, I've been nursing something for a couple of months and uh, ever since Sundance. And I, I've had this cough, mild cough and some, I don't know, just one of those respiratory things that just kind of sits with you forever. And so I, initially I didn't think that I could possibly have it because I'd had it for a while and I didn't have any fever. I didn't have any of the symptoms, but then I, as people were talking, I got more and more kind of scared of, well, maybe, maybe I did have it or I do have it. And, uh, and so it got
0: kind of, that was stressful, <laughs> a stressful yeah. situation. Absolutely. I mean, I have no yeah. symptoms and I still think I have it. So like, yeah, right. know, it's just like, <laughs> but you yeah. did get tested, right?
2: Yes. So I, I will see, I'd gone to the doctors mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh, it's just like allergies. Here's some, he gave me some prednisone. He gave me a new inhaler. So I was like, okay, I'm fine. And, uh, and then again, I started to get more sort of nervous. So I called in the hotline and uh, who were i have to say everybody at least here in utah everybody associated with the whole chrono state thing was so great and so everything was so well run here at least i've heard others you know horror stories or whatever but here it was all just i thought incredibly well well orchestrated and organized and everything anyway so i call in and uh to, kind of to my surprise they were like yeah we think Uh, We think that you should go get tested. So I'm like, okay. So pretty much like clockwork, they called in. I went over to the place and, uh, and you just parked your car and there's a number uh, that you were supposed to call when you got there. And then they came out and they basically, uh, (laughs) they, they had a, a kind of a swab type thing that they stuck way up my nose. Probably it felt like two inches Oh, uh I mean, oh my uh, yeah, like oh my really, oh no like it, and, and are you was sitting so, in your car yeah in my car and yeah. uh, and they're in the hazmat suits and everything like that of course and uh and it was so far up that there was actually like blood on it like that's Ugh. how far and it <laughs> I was like that clears your sinuses that's for sure and, <laughs> and then they told me they would tell they told me they'd let me know in two days two to three days And so I actually just found out today, like a couple of hours ago, that I was tested negative. So yay! Yay! (laughs) No corona here! (laughs) Corona free. Yes. So that was a relief just to know. Uh, And um, I don't know. It's just been, it's been, it's been a, a crazy situation. And it's, I mean, I can't believe we're, we're not even finished with this recording. We're not even finished March. How the heck are we
0: going to get through to, like, June? Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. This has been the longest two weeks of (laughs) my entire life, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. What about you guys? (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's business as usual. I mean, besides, I'm I'm very good at self-quarantining. I it does not bother me at all but the uh-huh. the, the dre- but the added dread of everyone you know could die and everyone you know you and love could die or you could die takes a little bit of the fun out of it but yeah you know having unlimited time to watch television and movies is kind of an ideal situation for me <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah i don't know i yeah, it's, it i feels haven't crappy to talk about it in a lighthearted way but yeah you have to though you
2: have yeah. to Get through it. You got to.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I've been really busy at work, so it hasn't felt I, – I feel like I just haven't had time to process it yet yeah. um, because during the day I've been kind of bogged down with work stuff, and I'm actually really thankful for that because if I was just sitting home thinking about the yeah. state of the world, I'd probably be going a lot crazier, but – You know, what are we going to do? Like, that's the thing. We are all in this alone together. (laughs) And it's hard and all we can do. I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, I literally can only take it one day at a time. Like, I just try and get through the day and then, and that's all I can do. And I think
2: that's how I've been operating too. Well, and it's a situation we have absolutely no control over. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from, I guess your, your choice is to stay inside and, you know, keep clean or whatever, but as far as, you know, what's closes and what, uh, you know, what decisions are made and where, what the virus does, we have no say in that. So, right. True. So that's, that's frustrating. Yeah.
0: No, you (laughs) nailed it. (laughs) So last week Dory and I recorded an episode just about like recommendations, what we've been watching off Hallmark. We went off Hallmark. So what have you yeah. been doing off Hallmark to entertain, keep, keep calling? Yeah. So I have been,
2: uh, I mean, I'm a big Disney fan. So I've been watching a lot of Disney plus and I particularly finished the, uh, the high school musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah. I've um, got to
1: watch it. I've got yeah. to.
2: <laughs> it's, it's it's, especially really nailed the casting the cast the cast is so charming and uh and the music is really catchy there's particularly one song called wondering which is such a good song i've been listening to it nonstop, uh and uh and we actually did a two-part covered episodes one through five and then six through ten and so I've been enjoying that. I've also been watching uh, a lot of the nanny. Cause that's like my favorite show. And it's like my comfort oh, I show. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I love the nanny. And we're, we're starting, uh, just me and two of my friends have just recorded our debut episode of, we're, we're calling the Fran cast. so we're going <laughs> to talk about something I've wanted to do for years, but I've just never had time. And, uh, and so now I have time. Uh, and, uh, but I love the nanny. I just love everything about it. Um, and uh so yeah there's some other stuff i don't know if you want me to dive into all that or yes i'd say okay coming i want to hear it all and also on the nanny
1: that's gotta be (laughs) top five all-time tv songs too it is the greatest like there's nothing there's just nothing better Mm
0: -hmm. with a little cartoon to the animation that goes with
2: it it made me
1: so happy
0: (laughs) i mean
2: and it's great because literally the 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 pilot which is such a strong pilot is literally the, the theme song. She's oh, fired right. from her job at a bridal she's salon. At, she's selling makeup.
0: She's, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she's the lady in red when everyone is wearing beige, uh, wearing tan. So anyway, that's fun. But as far as uh, I, 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 I like you. I think it was Mel who was really found love with um, McMillions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to I, love. <laughs> I love it so much i thought it was so entertaining and uh, i just i think we need to have a like crime show with doug matthews agent special agent <laughs> 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 yes, i want it so bad there was if there was ever anybody that i just thought was born for television it was doug matthews <laughs> special agent i loved that i loved it so much and um i i also love this was last year but i just loved it so much is on Netflix the series Hilda, which is an animated series. Uh, and I love animation. And, but I don't know, I just, I loved everything about the show. It's so sweet. It's so beautifully animated. It's, it's for kids, but I think anybody can enjoy it. So
0: I definitely What's recommend it about? You Hilda. Yeah, I've never heard of Hilda.
2: Yeah, it's about this little girl in this kind of, it's, it's a, sort of a fantasy kind of world, a little bit, but it's also, she's, it's also normal. Like she goes to school and, and things like that and she meets like giants and little uh there's little like sprites and little and she kind of goes on little adventures and and uh also there's episodes it's like her and her friends at school and it's just so cute i loved it so much right. <laughs> so i i really recommend it that sounds great that's awesome yeah mm-hmm. and they're coming out with season two soon they have it they were they were going to debut i think at new york comic-con they were going to debut the first episode of the new season, and then it—I don't know—then I think it got canceled. But but they have it done, so we're we are going to get it, and I can't wait. That sounds so I, cute. I know it's so cute. It's so cute, and it and it gives its messages without like being annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so I I love that show, and uh, then uh, as far as movies go, uh, I did review the the movie the the uh, psychological kind of horror movie called swallow and it's a pretty weird movie (laughs) i enjoy i gave it a i gave it a uh fresh on Rotten tomatoes it it's really beautifully made and it's well acted i didn't love the kind of the ending of what they did but if you like trippy weird movies and you I think you like it. I've never it's heard really, of that either. What is that about? It's about this woman who is in this kind of lifeless marriage. She uh she's not very happy. She's expected to be just kind of a uh it's not even just that she's expected to be at home, which is fine, but she's expected to be kind of just sort of decorative. <laughs> like not have a life or thoughts or opinions or whatever. And uh and uh, she, so she decides kind of uh, out of boredom and also revenge, she starts eating non-edible <laughs> items. Oh, okay. And <laughs> Which I guess is a thing called Pika. Anyway, and uh, and so it becomes this kind of weird movie. I don't know. <laughs> <Okay. to say.
0: laughs> it becomes weird at that point? Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, but it's just the, the director does a really good job of, creating a sense of isolation and tension with just these simple, like you see a marble and you're like, Oh my gosh, she's going to eat it.
0: And uh, <laughs> I just looked
1: it up and I'm looking at a picture right now of her popping a marble in her yeah.
0: mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah. And Hayley, Hayley Bennett, I think is the actress's name and she does a, she's really good in the movie. So I, if you're up for, if you're up for something different, I thought it was, it was interesting. I also, I saw this in the theater before all this madness, but you can watch it uh, the way back. Uh, was uh, directed by Gavin O'Connor, who did the movie Warrior, which is one of my like all time favorite movies. It's so good. Um, uh, but uh, this stars Ben Affleck as this coach of this high school team. Uh, and he's kind of a, a terrible alcoholic. And it's, it's about him and his addiction. And it's very, it's very grueling. It's hard to watch at times, but it's very well done. He is so good in the movie. I found it inspirational in the end, but it's not like easy. There's nothing about it that kind of glamorizes or glosses over or anything like that. But I, I definitely recommend if you want to see a really good performance and um, something that's a lot of people can certainly relate to. Uh, if you've had addiction in, as part of your family, um, it was, he did a great job. Uh, and then I would also recommend if you uh, the movie onward, it got kind of, uh, I don't know, it got the shaft, I guess, from all of this. Uh, it was released just when all this was happening. Now you can watch it on demand and soon to be on Disney+. Plus. But it's from Pixar. It's a lovely story about these two brothers. And they get a chance to... Uh, it's in this fantasy world. And they get a chance to spend one day with their dad. But they, in order to do it, they have to go... Who's passed away? They have to go on this quest before. So it just had tons of heart and... Chris Pratt is great as the older brother in Tom Holland and it's beautifully animated. It's Pixar. It has tons of heart. The ending I thought was really interesting. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend that. And then my last recommendation for a movie is on Disney plus is Timmy failure. Mistakes were made. It was the (laughs) cutest movie. I loved it so much (laughs) about this little boy who runs a detective agency. Yeah. (laughs) Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cute. I I just loved it. He's very like, he's very dry. He's very kind of sarcastic, and he went he rides around on this segway. And it was, it's so cute. I I loved it. So check out Timmy Failure. All right, <laughs> oh, that sounds
1: so cute. Yeah,
2: yeah. And he has a um sixteen hundred pound or uh, whatever uh, best imaginary friend polar bear. Oh, don't we yeah. all? Yeah. <laughs> It's well, it nice. is I really liked it. Uh so that's that's my
0: series and movie recommendations. Those are good. Uh, there's some you actually have some family friendly ones in there, which I don't think dory yeah. and I touch on very often <laughs> as much as we <laughs> <should. I know. laughs> But Well you That's know. great. And you've yeah. got a
1: lot of Disney Plus options, and I think I need to yeah. do a little more um Disney Plus diving. I've been mm-hmm. kind of in a Netflix Hulu
2: hole. So mm-hmm. um this will be good. Yeah, and Hilda's Netflix. I don't know if I said that, but yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know, yeah. Dory, is there anything you wanted to add for your viewing? Um this last see. week. <laughs> in the in the last week,
1: well, in the past week I have um I started watching rewatching one of my favorite comedies of all time, Happy Endings on Hulu. Oh, I love that. I freaking love this show and I started it from the beginning and I forgot how much I loved it and I miss this show every day that it hasn't (laughs) been on. It was canceled prematurely. It's so funny about a group of friends in Chicago um, and they're all like 30 somethings and Casey Wilson is in it and Damon Wayans Jr., Adam Pally, so many great people I love it so much. So it's mm. on Hulu streaming. If you haven't watched Happy Endings, do yourself a favor and watch it. I haven't. Um, have not to check it
2: out. Oh,
0: it's so good. It you is. watched it, right, it's Mel? It's hilarious. I did. Yeah. Like, but it was years ago, so yeah, I think I could do a rewatch and it would be all new to me again.
1: You need so, to so. dive back in because yeah. the first episode in the pilot, two of the friends are supposed to get married. And <laughs> one of them leaves... The other at the altar. And it's mm-hmm. about and I forgot how ridiculous and how funny that wedding scene was. And it's how these friends kind of find their way back to each other, even dealing with something like that. It's really good. Um, I also succumbed to uh the Tiger King. Oh my god, I, I was talking about that. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I Don't even know where to start with this insane show. Obviously, I'm hooked. It is about a guy who raises tigers and has a zoo, like a (laughs) privately owned zoo. He's got like 200 tigers. But he calls himself a like gay, gun-toting, mullet-wearing tiger king from Oklahoma. Like this is his moniker. He has two husbands. at the same time (laughs) he (laughs) he has a rivalry with this woman in florida who has a tiger rescue although her tiger rescue looks a whole lot like the zoo that the tiger king has so that's suspect so it's about their rivalry it's about each of them individually it is fascinating but I realize that the best part about these kind of trending shows is the conversation that you're in on. Like, yeah. half the fun of watching these shows is getting on Twitter and talking to a bunch of people about it. Same thing. It's the same how I felt about Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to watch something completely bonkers and off the wall, watch the... Tiger King. I was texting my friend all last night because I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. You can't, it has to be seen to believe, to be believed. So I recommend that if you are in the mood for something truly insane. Um, yes. So that's all I've kind of started watching this week. But I do have some fun Instagram follows that I wanted to share. So if you are are cooking more during this time of self-isolation. I have a girl, her name is Gabby Dalkin, and she runs the website What's Gabby Cooking? And I love her, and she's a chef, a former personal chef. She's written cookbooks, and she's such a great Instagram follow, she does these lives where she cooks a recipe on her live and I've taken them and made them like that night or the night after without having to look at a recipe, just kind of recreating what she did. And she's so upbeat and peppy, but not in an obnoxious way, which I really appreciate. I think that's a rare <laughs> <Yeah>. talent. <laughs> um but so if you are cooking more or wanting to cook more, she's a really great follow. Her Instagram or her blog, she's great. What's, what's her, how, do
0: you, how do you spell her name, Gabby? Gabby.
1: It's G-A-B-Y. And okay. what's Gabby cooking is her website. And mm. what's Gabby cooking is her Instagram handle. Okay. She's great. And another great Instagram follow is Jen Gotch. She is the founder of this online boutique called Shop Bando, which is, like, a really fun, quirky boutique. They have clothes, they have accessories, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. But she just wrote a book called The Upside of Being Down about her struggles with mental health. She's bipolar, and she's very open about it, and she's very inspirational. So I would say if you are feeling down right now during this time, if you are struggling... And you need a little inspiration and a little light in your life from someone who really struggled with their mental health and then was able to improve it. I would recommend following her on Instagram and reading her book, The Upside of Being Down. So that's all I got. Well,
0: I think that sounds good. Yeah, I've got two series to add one is called unorthodox have you guys seen this on netflix no what is that i (laughs) I know it just popped up and i was like oh it's like they knew i was coming um (laughs) it's about a girl she's 19 it's based on someone's memoir she's in a hasidic jewish uh, community in williamsburg and she just like escapes she just like takes off to berlin because she doesn't want to be part of the life anymore and then so it's just like her touching down and Ber- like her escaping and then touching down in Berlin and like having like no money and like no skills because she's, you know, she was raised without a proper education. And, you know, she's just taught to like cook and be a wife. And then her the the, the community sends her husband and his like nefarious cousin to like go try to f- track her down in Berlin. And meanwhile, she's like falling into this group of like musicians. And it's great. It's only four episodes. And it's just like a perfect four episode little journey into a a fringe community that is uh, and just like just watching her experience is I don't know it's fascinating, it is really well shot it's great so, unorthodox
1: is hmm. that the one, on the Amazon like when you sign on. Amazon or not, when you sign on Amazon, when you sign on Netflix, and she's Probably. getting her head shaved. She
0: is, yes, because okay. she's just gotten married. So now that she's a married woman, she can no longer show her hair, so they shave it off. Okay, and like then she has to wear a wig. And then mm. one that I forgot to mention, that I know, I think you watched too Dory. I feel like we were texting about it. Is this figure skating mental health drama called yes. Spinning Out? Spinning Out. Oh, I it's heard a few about months, that. I know it's a few months old at this point. Or I don't even I can't time is a flat circle I have no idea how old it is <laughs> like who knows, um, but it is also it has um, January Jones in it and uh, a lot playing of- another horrible mother yes um, and it has a lot of intense ice skating scenes yeah uh, it's it's a great watch as well I think you know engrossing it's an engrossing watch they um, also do the ice skating
1: very well yeah. um, if you've listened to us before you know erica and mel and i have kind of gone crazy on the ice skating scenes in hallmark movies (laughs) and these are really great and spitting out they do a really nice job
0: yes it's like cutting edge with a lot of mommy issues and also mental health issues bipolar yeah but that's all i got yeah i don't know is it you got anything else to add rachel i I don't know well so
2: <clears throat> yes so i wanted to uh, give a little plug for my friend esther hatch who uh has been on our podcast twice she wrote she's written uh two books uh, the roses of feldstein and a book called a proper scandal which was Ooh. it's a it's a regency novel uh, it's very very clean you know it's very uh anybody from homework would, en- would would enjoy it uh it, but uh, it's if you like like Jane Austen and the things that are sort of dishy and romantic and fun it's a really good read and she's coming out in, I think it's the first of May with the spin-off for uh for a proper scandal and uh it's called I just got the ARC in the mail called A Proper Charade Ooh. so I'm really excited to read it and uh so I think that if it's a, would be a great escapist novel. Both both of her novels, and then this new one, I I think would make great escapist novels. And I think they're both the two are both available on Audible, and just really fun and awesome. Uh, yeah, and the cover is then, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if you don't normally like period pieces, I think there's enough sort of dishy moments to to enjoy in the in her books, and uh, and then. I have kind of a guilty pleasure recommendation for my podcast recommendation. So, one of my guilty pleasure shows is I watch the Sister Wives show. On Ooh, TLC. Yes,
1: there's yeah. no guilt, Rachel. No. There's no. I don't guilt. believe in guilty not pleasures. Here.
0: It's all just pleasure. not when it
1: comes to Sister Wives. <laughs> no
0: yeah you are I mean, talking on a hallmark they're... podcast so yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i don't i don't
2: technically feel guilty about it but i <laughs> i don't think it's like good quality entertainment um but uh but they're just it's so it's such a mess and i don't know <laughs> and so there's this <laughs> there's this podcast called surviving sister wives which is just these like this is snarky couple who uh, are just basically commenting on the show and it's not for all it's not it's mature and they give a warning at the beginning so there's uh some mature content on there but I don't know, I just I think they're really funny the two of them <laughs> and they're commenting on uh, especially this last season has been insane with them moving to Arizona for no reason at all and uh and so if uh if that sounds fun to you check it out I think it's a pretty fun podcast uh and then also I the McMillions podcast that goes along with the show is great so if you like the show then definitely has additional information behind the scene uh it has cut scenes it Ooh. it's it's put done by the two directors
0: of the show right?
2: and uh so yeah gotta see uh, gotta listen to that one if, if you like the show which i yeah. don't know why you wouldn't because it's so good
0: i know right so good
1: <laughs> mel do so. you have any other podcasts because i am realizing i have one that no. i have to talk about nope this is another. old But this is a podcast and a story that I was obsessed with and remain obsessed with. Um, And it's the podcast, The Dropout, about Elizabeth Holmes, who was the um, founder and scammer behind um, a blood testing company called Theranos. Hmm. And she is also the subject of a book called Bad Blood. Basically, if you're not familiar, she claimed that she could run all these blood tests with a single drop of blood from your finger as opposed to a full blood draw that you might get in the hospital to be tested. And she convinced all these investors to back her. She convinced um, all these big companies like Walgreens to invest in her technology, and it was all a scam. And I have read every word written on this story i love a scammer i love scams (laughs) (laughs) um and i have read the book and the podcast is excellent of everything that i have read and watched including the documentary um on hbo about her but i think the podcast is my favorite content made about this scandal i still can't get enough i still can't believe she's just like free and walking the streets and got engaged yeah Ugh. i know i know so uh it's everyone listen to the dropout <laughs>
0: it's excellent
1: mm, i haven't heard of that that sounds great did you listen to it mal did you listen oh, yeah. to the
0: dropout i listened yeah. to it i watched the i think it's hbo documentary yeah for sure yeah it's it's it, it it's one of those ones that'll suck you in and then and then it's over and you're like cool <laughs> <You> know, like... <laughs> it's great yeah it's great it's great um i guess i'll add one why the hell not i mean we're only 33 minutes into this podcast so we have <laughs> come on now give, give us one more <laughs> well i mean i do love a um i love a true crime podcast but i especially love a true crime podcast where the it's solved in the end which you mm-hmm. know those are rare to find and um and those are the ones i think that get big too like uh to live and die in la i think that was really big for that's a, it's a good one but one that i think is a little under the radar is called missing and murdered finding cleo which is the season two so missing and murdered is it's uh, this is gonna get real dark but um, so it's it's a canadian podcast uh, missing and Murdered it's about missing and murdered indigenous women uh about how there's just this remarkably high amount of indigenous women who are who go missing it's not just in canada it's also in the u.s it's a huge problem and in this one season it's the season two also back in i think i actually don't know how long ago but they used to in canada take children indigenous children and make them go to a special school and then they would also take them away from their families and and adopt them into white house households and so there was this family of a bunch of kids who got adopted out when they were young. And now as adults, they are trying to track down what happened to one of their sisters. So they're trying to find, it's finding Cleo. And so you just kind of see the repercussions of all of them getting adopted out into these different parts of America. And then ultimately you find out what happened to their sister by the end of it. And it is like super gripping. It's horrible and sad. You learn so much, but it's also fascinating. So anyway, that's dark i didn't mean to go there <laughs> there's ooh, so can, listen to surviving sister
2: wives and then yes, yes. <laughs>
0: but,
2: i uh, know but uh, that sounds good if you want to see an interesting movie about the whole indigenous women yeah uh, uh wind river
0: i saw was, wind river. that's why uh, i started That was a good one yeah i saw wind river and i was like what the hell are they talking about and then i kind of got really deep yeah. dive took a deep dive yeah. into that kind of <laughs> but anyway yeah yeah that that sounds really good it is a depressing movie but it is a good movie um yeah should we pivot i'm gonna pivot ready pivot so dory has set out a sent us a self-isolation quiz i guess i'd call it uh yeah um, i want to know what you guys are up to all right let's do it so
1: my first question is what are your go-to
2: self-isolation snacks so I went to the movies on like the last possible day the week ago, and I saw Emma for the third time. So I good. love that movie. Yeah, and you can see that on demand. <laughs> yes. And uh, anyway, I got a big thing of popcorn, and I still have it, and I've been like taking like little <laughs> little bits. <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> it's just like a comfort thing. I think when it's when it's done, I'm just gonna cry. Oh. I love it yeah um
0: rationing movie theater popcorn
2: but also what i have this for a long time what i've loved to do is go to uh go to walgreens and it's like the secret thing that their snacks are such a good prices and you can get uh for like 99 cents you can get all different kinds of nuts and trail mix and different things uh and so i when this all happened i (laughs) would i went straight over to walgreens and uh and i got a big bag full of all different kinds of nuts and trail mix and stuff like that and you you can get like a lot of stuff for like 20 bucks it's great i like
0: that i love it you can never go wrong with trail
1: mix ever Mm
0: -hmm. yeah (laughs) good old raisins and peanuts yeah oh mine is blue chips and hummus but that's like my all the time go to what
1: i love it that's your breakfast lunch and dinner on a regular i know i know
0: (laughs) i just don't it's like when if i ran out i would brave the sickness to go get more. That's the pro- it's the problem. I am addicted to blue chips and hummus. I learned how to make my own hummus, so now I at least can like make bigger batches. <laughs> um, which is what I've done. What about peeps, Mel? Tell the tell I don't like, our friends about peeps. I actually peeps. don't like peeps. I find what? them amusing. I think they're funny and ironic, but I'm too old to eat a peep. My body rejects it. It won't it won't anymore.
1: <laughs> then why did you I've enter aged, a contest to win
0: peeps? I didn't it was <laughs> <laughs> referring own to, up, a, own up to it. a twitter retweet contest uh, that originated so this other podcast i know i've talked about it on here before called the empty bowl which i love it's a it's yes. a meditative podcast about breakfast cereal it's very calming i fall asleep to it uh but one of the hosts posted he, a a contest for a Peeps cereal and Peeps travel mug and Peeps creamer. <laughs> I thought it was funny, so I retweeted it. We ret- retweeted it because all of those things sound horrifying. I mean, the Peeps travel mug is pretty cool, but <laughs> And
1: I opened Twitter, and what do I see? That Mel has retweeted a Peeps contest. And so, of course, I sent it to her. I was like, Mel, what is the meaning
0: of this? I retweeted it with the grimace Face emoticon. So I thought <laughs> you <sure> you'd get it. Because it sounds like a horrifying prize. But you know I mean, what? You if make... I win it, I'll be excited.
2: You can make pretty yummy uh, oven s'mores, though, from Peeps.
0: Oh. You stick them on. it of really good. Yeah. I could make like pretty a pretty tasty a peep flavored white Russian, right? You could the coffee. Yeah, you creamer. could. Okay, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's all disgusting. There's nothing not disgusting. Well, especially because
2: it goes. would be like
0: furlescent pink. Oh, <laughs> should be upsetting. I may do it though. Oh. You know, yeah. we're in quarantine. Anything goes. Anything. I goes. love it. This is a brand <laughs> new Mel entering contest for candy she doesn't even like. <laughs> I'll do anything for irony. So (laughs) clearly (laughs) what about you, Dory
1: ice cream? That's all I eat over here these days. I, uh, there (laughs) is, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm going to say this. There is a, um, on one of the delivery apps in LA, they have something called the ice cream shop where you can just buy pints of ice cream. And I spent $30, The other night, just getting ice cream.
0: You know, I don't, I can't fault you for that. It's how how I cope. (laughs) I am so
1: ashamed. I'm so ashamed, but I needed it. I needed it. Yeah. What flavor? Mm -hmm. I got, um, (laughs) great question. I got a Talenti caramel cookie crunch, which is great. I got ben and jerry's cookies and cream and then i just got a straight up chocolate with mm. brownie chunks in it,
2: <laughs> it sounds like, like you're living a good life uh, yeah that sounds so good,
1: good. all right Rocky, so my
2: second
1: my second question is did you make any random pandemic purchases that you wouldn't all normally right. have made but in this time of corona you bought for unknown reasons
2: I, well, so <laughs> the big thing is I, I bought, I was I was having a conversation, I think with my mom and uh, they're saying, well, you we should have, cause I do have some, I have a pretty good food storage. It's kind of a thing in my faith is to try to have a, uh, be prepared for emergencies or whatever. And so I have it, but I never got any water. And I heard just talking with my mom and she's like, well, that's okay. You can just use containers to store your water. I'm like, I don't have any containers. <laughs> what is going <laughs> on? i I had like one pitcher i don't know what to do and so so i bought like five gallons jugs of water and now i have them just in my kitchen i'm like i don't know what to do with these but it's like at least i have it a kiss i mean i i felt a little vindicated when there's a freaking earthquake here in utah so i'm like okay well maybe i will need the water (laughs) and the water will go i don't know (laughs) it's ridiculous so i have all this water but there you go. <laughs> That's probably my most ridiculous purchase. The other thing that I I did is I, I bought, I was thinking when I was at the store for my big like purchase, I was like, I might want to make a cake. Like it's going to be stressful. I'll make a cake. I'm going to get a cake mix. I'm going to get some frosting. And then I realized that I'm like, I, what am I going to do with a whole cake just for me? <laughs> like, I don't think this is a good plan. I haven't made it yet. <laughs> and, uh, cake for and, one. i yeah. I support it. Like me with this giant cake just for me. <laughs> I oh, don't even
1: it. need to cut it in slices. You could just no, dig right in. I'm telling yeah. you, anything goes. Anything goes. <laughs> All right. You're good. I mean, you're good. You've got cake. You've got water. Yeah. The essentials. You're going to live. And trail mix. Nuts. Yeah, right. You've got yeah, the essentials.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Mal, what about you? My, so... Right when this was all starting and it was like, if you have symptoms, you can't leave your house for 14 days, you know? Yeah. Um, And I kept thinking, like, what if I wake up tomorrow? I had a panic one night. I was like, what if I wake up tomorrow and I have symptoms and then I can't, like, I don't, you know, I don't live with anyone. I'm in Montana where I know one person, maybe. So I was like, I have no chocolate in this house right now. I can't go 14 days (laughs) with no chocolate if. And I can't. I won't be able to go out and get it. So I panic ordered off of Amazon a sampler, like a bulk pack of this chocolate called Tony's Chocolate. I don't know if you've seen it in store. It's like specialty. It's expensive, but it's hard to get just regular <laughs> chocolate on Amazon. They look like Willy Wonka bars, basically. What yeah. about you, Dory?
1: Well, I was pretty lucky. I had a lot of stuff that I needed. Right before, I had ordered groceries kind of the day before things went sideways, so I had a good amount of stuff. So I wasn't too worried, but I did get on Amazon and start buying cleaning supplies and stuff. This is what they, when they still had yeah, supply, and I was just throwing items in my cart and I was like, what do I, what else do I need? What's something that would be fun? Like, what's a little fun gift that I could get for myself to make this all feel better and for some reason I bought myself a magic eight ball like remember those old school (laughs) magic eight balls Nice. and I have no idea why maybe I wanted to predict the future and see when this was all gonna be over but I have used the magic eight ball like it is sitting on my table
0: I know
2: (laughs) that's the it problem could. it can make you it can make you feel worse you can be like is is the is the uh is it going the pandemic gonna end? anything not likely exactly <laughs> exactly
1: i don't know why i bought a magic eight ball like there was no reason for it but it's cracking me up so i guess it did serve some kind of purpose like sometimes yeah. i'll ask it random questions i had this like virtual happy hour with some of my friends so i had them ask questions to the magic eight ball i've lost it i have (laughs) lost my mind so So anyway if anyone needs their fortune told like text me tweet me call me and i will see what the magic eight ball you'll consult the ball yep (laughs) okay that's right so my next question was what is something you'll never take for granted again after all of this
2: I mean, for me, it was definitely going to the movies. I'll never take it for granted again. Yeah, just being able to just go, but really, just go anywhere. <laughs> I just feel like everything's gone. <laughs> I really loved and Twitter. Uh, somebody said I wasn't. I wasn't planning on giving this much up for, for, for Lent. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, that's so true. It just feels like everything has been taken away. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, I would say that the biggest one is just the movies for me Mm. and spending time with my friends i didn't realize how much i would miss that yeah it's not like i'm a super i don't have that many friends but i miss the ones i I have (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: have. (laughs) they're still there we'll be there after the pandemic it's like they've they've faded (laughs) out of the picture in the background yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> mel what about you
0: um i'll never take toilet paper like being able to buy toilet paper at the store whenever you need to because yeah. yeah. it's gone in montana now it's re that's it's gone it is yeah it's gone it's gone and hand sanitizer yes never and, again um i also never take for granted having hands that aren't chapped and bleeding from constant <laughs> hand washing <laughs> yeah that's so true <laughs> Um. <laughs> and I I don't know if for granted is the right word. I've never felt further away from my parents. You know, like I guess because yeah. I was just like, what if I jumped in my car right now? Like how long would it take me to drive to Maine? Oh, 40 hours? Okay. I never real it's like I feel very very far from my parents. Yeah. So that's that's I don't I mean I don't know what to do with that. I
2: mean on a positive thing actually, me and a couple of my siblings and my parents have uh, have started this email chain, and I'm not like I'm fine with all my siblings, but I wouldn't say we're like super close. Um, and we, I feel like we've actually kind of bonded in a way that we haven't for a long time. So I guess that's been kind of a a positive. Particularly me and my older brother uh, have uh, have been. I think our relationship has actually improved. Yeah, all that's this. awesome. That's nice. So, that's
0: that's been a positive for sure. That's true. I mean, I've never felt further distance-wise from my parents, but I've mm-hmm. definitely never talked to them and my brother and sister more than, than yeah. I have in the past yeah. 2 weeks. So, there's that. What about you, yeah. Dani?
1: I mean, I I totally agree like I um I had some virtual like happy hours with some of my friends this past week. And just this morning, I was talking to some of my friends from college, and, like, we all keep track of each other on social media and stuff, but a couple of them I had not talked to since I graduated college, like, 13 years ago. And it was insane and amazing and wonderful to just see their faces and to see, like, how much has changed, but how much has not changed at all. Um, And it was just a really great reminder that, like, we're really never too busy to make time for people like even a short, you know, video, like this whole thing has made me much more into the video aspect of technology. Like, cause sometimes you just want to see someone's face, even mm-hmm. if it's for a few yeah. minutes, but, and I, I really don't think I'll take for granted, um, getting a good hug again ever yeah. because I saw my right. When all of this was happening, I had an appointment for a, facial and I go every month and I've become really good friends with my esthetician and I hugged her and I was like I don't know when I'm gonna get to hug you again like this is really sad because I knew I wasn't gonna see her for at least a couple weeks now it's looking like months and it's just such a bummer like I miss Mm -hmm. just seeing a friend and giving them a hug like that is great it's the best all I have here to hug is zero and he doesn't really <laughs> hug back. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I miss that and I won't take it for granted again.
0: So final question, right? You
1: got one more. Yep. Yeah. Final question. What's the first thing you're going to do when we can all emerge from our homes again?
2: <laughs> well, I'm going to go, there's the, the, our house theater in Salt Lake. It's the, uh, It's run by an organization called the Salt Lake Film Society and they're amazing. Uh, And it's called the Broadway theater. My plan is to just go for the whole day. I don't even care what movies are there. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the entire day. (laughs) The first chance I have. I can't
0: wait. I love that. What are you doing, Mel? I can't wait to walk into a coffee shop and order a cappuccino and then like peruse the pastries and say, I'll take that one. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's it. I mean, I just missed that. I wish I had something deeper than that. I mean, I, I need to make plans to visit home, my parents and my family, but that's not going to be the first thing. The first thing, the coffee shop. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. About, what about you, Dory?
1: Um, there's a, a dumpling restaurant here called Dintai Fung. Uh, so good. <laughs> and uh, I'm going there <laughs> because... Dumplings are one of those things. It's not the same when you order it to your house. It's a very communal experience, which is something we have been um unable to do for a really long time, <laughs> and by the end of this, it will have been even longer. So I'm getting my dumplings. That's what I want. <laughs> and I also really do want to go to Disneyland ASAP. I love Disneyland, yeah. and it makes me happy, and I miss kind of doing those communal experiences like that like I want to go see a concert I want to go see a play like all of this Mm -hmm. stuff that we we all can't be together it's such a bummer
0: well so on a hallmark note just for a second did you watch any of the preview specials for the mysteries previews and the spring previews
2: yeah it was hilarious so I, I think that Michael Rady and Bethany Joy are are did a great job but when they were like having to deal with that
0: llama, I just about died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <what? laughs> the llama is an interesting twist. Wait a minute. Like, I what? Didn't know- I didn't watch it. There was a llama? <laughs>
2: There's the llama. And I have never in my life heard of llamas being associated with spring. No. <laughs> That's true.
1: That's true. <laughs>
2: I mean maybe I'm just out of the llama scene I don't know but it was so funny
0: <laughs>
2: there, there was just a llama just there there was a llama there yeah and they in one of their little set pieces that they were talking it didn't have anything to do with the
0: movie I think it was before the bacon movie that they, I don't know. <laughs> yeah it was weird actually Dory have you heard about this bacon movie it is a title for the ages the title yeah. is so ridiculous I, I'm so proud of them. Like have rolled
1: in the back of my head and stayed there so, ever since I saw what's it. What's
0: the title again? I don't actually. It's like you're baking me crazy. You're baking me crazy. Me crazy. Right? Baking I am crazy. so <laughs> proud of Hallmark for going with
2: the punny, ridiculous title. Yeah, yeah. Usually I'm they glad pick, they just but, accepted it. Yeah. They usually pick the most bland, boring titles. Mm-hmm. You know, like a winter romance. Way to go I know, there. I know. <laughs> or <laughs> a Christmas
0: love story. Yeah, that's a great title. The bacon be crazy. It could have been, like, for the love of pork. Or... I mean...
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I would have had, like, a... Maybe that's too... If you had, like, a little piglet, that would be maybe too shocking. Oh, yeah! <laughs> uh, but have a llama. I don't know. But, uh... But, yeah... <laughs> They, they did... I mean, those peer preview specials
0: are always so awkward. They're so awkward. Yeah, I don't really know why they do them because... I mean, half those movies change and disappear and... Yeah, that's uh, true. It's just... But you know what? Whatever. I'm still looking forward to Ya Baker, yeah. Crazy. I haven't watched the oh, mystery yeah. preview special yet, but I'll probably fire that up tonight.
2: It was way better. Yeah. As, as this year has shown. 2020, the mysteries yeah. are way better. They're clearing... Yeah the deck of uh in victor webster Danica mckellar and they were really kind of cheeky and uh and I, I can't remember exactly but just uh kind of playing on some of the tropes or whatever of the of the uh, genres
0: are there any new mystery series that they previewed
2: not new new no um no new pilots but Ooh. they had um uh oh my gosh my brain um they had the mystery 101 Mm -hmm. And then Ruby Herring. Mm -hmm. Ruby Herring. Ruby. Ruby's back. Ruby's back. Yeah, Ruby's back. (laughs) Mm. And then they had a new matchmaker, Mysteries. And that's why they were hosting. And then I think, was there an Aurora Tea Garden? I can't remember. But that one's fishy of whether it'll happen or not. Because uh, evidently they finished filming, but. They haven't done the because uh, they stopped one week into the second movie, oh. I guess. But um, they uh, they haven't done like the ADR and some of the other stuff yet. And so whether I guess they can get that from Candice in her, in her house, I don't know. Uh, but that's the I guess the, according to Candice's Instagram ah. feed is what she said. So if they can't get the audio, then it will get canceled or moved back or whatever. What?
0: God so. forbid, if we can get this audio, they can get that audio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have faith. So Rachel, please tell everyone where they can find you and tell
2: us what's coming up on the Hallmarkies podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much. It's been so much fun. And yeah, you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check out what I'm watching and my reviews. I really appreciate that. And then at the Hallmarkies podcast, and we actually have a ton of different uh, stuff that has been recorded and I'm not sure where everything will end up exactly landing, but we'll definitely have our when calls the heart weekly recaps. They're going to continue on. We've been, uh, some of the co-hosts are, have been doing some recaps of sign seal delivered, which is a big fan favorite. So check that out. Uh, And, uh, and then we also have coming up a, uh, an episode where we give our pitches for ideas for hallmark movies and Ooh. It, it's kind of a fun game yeah so that uh that that one's really fun and uh so yeah some fun stuff coming up That's Rachel great. would you ever write a hallmark movie a lot of people have actually asked me that and I've, i I think I might just need to do it because so many people have have asked me that uh but um I think I would be a great producer more than a writer. But I have ideas. I have ideas uh, for things that I could write about. (laughs) And I love doing pitches. I absolutely
0: love coming up with ideas. So
2: I think you should do it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Thanks. Uh, Well, thank you for joining us. Talking. I don't know what we, what this is. COVID survival guide (laughs) part two. Yeah, (laughs) And uh, we are going to have you back to talk Hallmark dramas or Hallmark classics of yore um yeah
1: thank you for coming we'll definitely have you on again mm-hmm. um and more often now that we know how to record i know <laughs> outside of just
0: the same room yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been a good learning curve for all of us or for yeah for sure or well, for me and dory you. you have you are a professional since
1: day one yeah. rachel
0: you do all the tricks <laughs> thank
1: you. this has been a blessing of self-isolation yeah. we figured out remote podcasting <laughs> anyway, we will see you guys next time. Yeah, bye.
2: Bye, bye. everyone.